sports fans, and welcome to episode 40, 54 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports, on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page, State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 54, we're going to talk some uh, draft rumors going around. Uh, with the coronavirus, there's going to be some change-ups with the NHL draft and the MLB draft. We'll talk about if it helps or hurts our Tigers and Red Wings. Um, we will also talk about, or I found an article that had the coolest MLB players by team, basically. So the coolest player on each team is what this article was. Mm. I didn't tell you guys which one the Tigers had, so we're going to see if you guys get it right. We're going to name our coolest Tiger. Did they Currently, mention the not coolest person? <laughs> Alavila. Uh <laughs> that's so does true. he count? Does he count? We could do that too. Non coolest. Let's do that. Um, where was I? I don't even remember. Uh, what about cool but players? We'll talk about the, the coolest players on the current team and end of all time for the Tigers. Uh, and then we're going to do uh, the way too early, but there's nothing else to talk about during the coronavirus uh, schedule game for the, for the Lions. We're going to tell you guys what we think they're going to go. Mind blown. Yep. It, might be north of 11 wins, so let's just start there. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't oh, even okay. done it yet. This, we're going to do it live. So Sam be, started drinking early tonight. And, of course, we're going to grade our, our Michigan beers of the night. I am Sam Waldhart, and with me today, again, Ryan Waldhart and Micah Smith. Kyle is still MIA. He's going to be back someday. We're not sure when. Um, miss you, Pookie. We're, we're, we miss him, and we're, we're excited to, to get this podcast going for you guys and keep it, keep it rolling. Um, so it is Tuesday, May 12th. So we had Mother's Day was on Sunday. Would, would, did you guys do anything special, Michael? What did you guys do for Mother's Day? Uh, well, we saw your parents, and we hung out with the kids, and we got to inscribe their names on your parents' new driveway. That's right. We watched them pour cement. Well, actually, me and the kids woke up early and went and watched did them you? actually pour it. It was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. I missed that part. Yeah, it was good. But. Yeah, we came and hang out with your parents. I got my parents Mother's Day next weekend, so the festivities are going to continue. Cool, cool. What about you guys, Ryan? What did you guys do? I uh, started the day, and I made some breakfast for, for my wife. Uh, the kids helped. We made some pancakes. Um, and then after that, we went over to my parents' house for the first time, kind of got together as a family. Yeah. Broke all the social distancing rules. Tightest hugs. Yep, gave ever. some hugs. My right. uh, yep. My my mom said, um, it's worth it no matter what happens. So I guess that was just kind of like a free game at that point. For I don't sure. know. Like yeah. yeah. She was just kinda over it. And um, Nice. Yeah, we had a good time. I think that's one of the hardest things is like thinking about the grandparents that can't give their grandkids hugs. I cannot imagine that. Like I have a hard time It's terrible. Going the full day without giving my kids, well, which can. I don't. But it's just up, up yeah, to you, right? Yeah, it's true. That's Personal a good point. decision. Um, I did want to to clear something up. So, I had a good Mother's Day. Andrew had a good Mother's Day. It was it was a good weekend. Um, but I let my family down big time on the last podcast. What? I brought up, and it, it wasn't even about the oceans that touch. Like, was it the Gulf of whatever? <laughs> or, Pacific, we're not getting back into that. Yeah, no, you let them down. They, they let that one go. They that was a talking point all weekend. Yeah, they weren't worried about that one. But what they <laughs> were worried about, and I even got a call on Saturday night that it is not Toby Keith that owns Cabo Wabo. Well, tequila. you got called out. 
It's Sammy Hagar. I let my uncle down. I let my dad down. He my so my uncle's a tequila guy. Uncle Chris. I heard my about dad's this. the music guy. So I let both of them down. I'm just really glad it wasn't uh, Father's Day. Otherwise, uh, I would have been in big, big trouble. I think Uncle Chris was irate. He was not happy. With he actually Sammy called me. Hagar? Yeah. <laughs> he I called, called you? He called me. Yeah. Oh, no. I got a call on Saturday. They were all together, and they just thought they were all having a good time, probably drinking Cabo Wabo. Yeah. And then <laughs> right. I get a call. Like, yeah. How was, dare you? Yeah. I feel like I really let them down. So <laughs> I apologize to my family. Please don't <laughs> disown me. I will buy you a... Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Wabo. <laughs> Where um, the oceans meet. So let's uh, get into our beer intros. But before we do, um, for episode 54, I, I want to remind everyone that although you cannot sit at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, you do not have to miss out on their great beer during the shutdown. They are open Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So you can continue to support them by purchasing Crowlers, Growlers, gift cards, and merchandise. They have great beer and a great staff that we need to support now more than ever. The Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020. And if you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a dollar off a crowler or $3 off your growler fill. So, perfect. Um, and that includes the brand new State of My PA, which is named after the podcast. Pretty big deal for us. I was pretty excited about that. Ding, 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 ding. Um, so, obviously, we highly recommend that. But we also recommend any of their beers and their seltzers. Uh, make sure you tag State of My Sports into Hops Brewing Company and Cafe if you happen to try Say to my PA and, and give it a grade on the social media and zero to ten. You guys know how to do that. So, uh, Micah, do you want to start us off with what you're drinking tonight? Tonight I'm drinking Founders Unraveled IPA. I think someone did this a couple weeks ago. That was me. Uh, it's a juicy IPA, and uh, what do we got here? A six point six and uh, fifty IBUs. You know. I, I don't know what those letters mean. I'm sure a beer enthusiast does. Yeah, we're going to have to have one of them on someday. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, so the can's cool, yellow can. It's got a big old uh, hop plant or leaf or whatever that is on it. Cool. It's good. Yeah, nice. I think it's a hop. It's a hop. I believe so. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so I am drinking uh, Ryko IPA. So I did. I I might have graded this one. We got to still look into that. Somebody did on this. Do you know who it was, Micah? I don't think anyone graded it. No? Okay. Well, cool. I've done a few Holland uh, or Big Lake Brewings, um, so I wasn't sure if it was this. This is their signature rye IPA. is brewed with over 25% rye malt and complemented with a huge dose of Simcoe hops. So that leaves you, Ryan. Well, tonight I have the honor of grading State of My PA. State of it. Yes. Beer, and it's 7.3 alcohol by volume. Um, we've already kind of talked about all the cool things, the local, the local hops. What are they? Crystal hops? Crystal. Crystal hops from Coopersville. From pure men hops. And, um, I just, you know, I just opened this thing and I'm, and I'm almost through my first mug. So cool. It's good. Good beer. I always say cool. 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 All right. Cool. Thank you guys for uh, introducing your beers. We will get into the episode shortly. Sammy Hagar there. That is just Sammy Hagar, I believe. I don't know if he was with Van Halen yet when this song happened, but I'm just going to leave it at that. I can't say anymore. I'm going to offend more of my family members if I say something stupid about 
Sammy Hagar. So yeah, I was I was totally kidding too. I, I, I should have just quit. I've all of his albums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll jump into some Detroit Red Wings, basically just the draft rumors. So this has kind of been on our list for about a week and a half now. We weren't able to get to it uh, last week just because we were running short on time. I don't remember what we were talking about. I think it was the draft, maybe. Who knows? Uh, doesn't matter. I just we just get distracted a lot. I get distracted a lot. Really? Ryan's really long-winded as well, so oh, yeah, I don't want to sure. take all of the blame here. <laughs> That's something to write I know home about. I have a hard time wrapping things up. so I have a hard time getting into the topic, too, as people can can tell here. But but anyways, um, a week or so ago on – it was a, it'll be two weeks ago on Friday, uh, the NHL released a memo uh, basically to all 31 teams stating its position on holding the NHL draft still in – the entry draft – in June. So that's kind of their stance. They're saying, we don't care if we finish the season right now. Let's focus on what we can do. It's, it worked in the NHL, or NFL. They had that draft. It worked just fine. We should stick to that. we got to continue to do it. Right. There's a lot of ups and downs that kind of <laughs> comes into that. I mean, you have trades. You can trade draft picks. The season's not done. Who knows where some of these guys are going to um, you know, conditional picks, get all goofy and stuff like that. Right. So there's a lot that needs to be wrapped up. I, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of that, but uh, basically it, it's they're, they're trying to make this happen, and they're trying to, to change things up a little bit. So it's going to be a little interesting. So what they're, what they're proposing is basically each team could only move up, I want to say it's four spots at the max. Four mo- at the max. Moving up four spots. But then the key here is the Red Wings, so they have the best odds. Currently where they're at, if they, if they have the lottery, they have a 18.7? Five. 18.5% chance of getting the first overall draft pick. According to Tankathon. Yeah, so go so go through the list there. So it's 18.5 for the first pick. Do you have that in front of yep, you still? Yep, I sure do. Where is their odds for the second pick? For the second? It shows Wait. the top three, right? No, it should be four. Wait, what? So what are, what are the odds a, for getting the second overall pick? It, on, says, on that, it says it's a 49% chance of being in the top three. Right. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. And then, but their best odds of actually getting a pick is actually in the four slot at, what is it? All right. Well, sorry. We'll just move on here. It's a different page of the website, Sam. Oh, is it? Yeah. All we're right, not... Sorry. I should have went in on it myself. I you, I think I'm bookmarked in, on most of my computers, so don't worry about it. But here anyways, we go. Here we go. All right. Sorry. He's got it. Got it. Cool. Thank you. First overall pick. First overall pick, 18 and a half. And then second overall pick, 16 and a half. Third overall, 14.4%. Fourth overall, 50.6%. So even though the Red Wings had, so in this format, this is the typical format for the NHL lottery. They have better odds of getting the fourth overall pick than any other pick is the way I like to look at it. How right? absurd. Yeah, you have the best odds of getting the first overall pick, but make that. Like, your odds should – I don't want to get into it. It's just a whole other stressful discussion that I w- I could have with myself, so I'll do that later tonight um, when we're not recording. But, I saw that internalize a hot second. <laughs> but anyways, this new format that they're proposing is music to my ears as a Detroit Red Wings fan. So what happens, Micah, if – they make this change. The Red Wings' odds flip, right? So they could even get – they could only get the first overall pick or the second overall pick. What are the odds for the first overall pick? 57. You're going to guide them. Percent? <laughs> I believe. Is a Sorry. Different, different page. 
I thought we had this. Sorry, guys. This is on me. Um, you, but want anyways, me the, you, want, you want me to chime in on this? Yeah, I'm go the Red for Wings it. Guy. Go for it. Yeah. yeah, about 57% <laughs> is chance. Is it 57? And then that would be a 43 for the number two. Does that clear it up? Yes. Okay. Love it. That's exactly Nice it. job. Look, if I was sit, sitting at number four, like fourth overall odds, let's say Ottawa's three, I believe. I think San Jose might be four. It doesn't matter. I would be furious. I'd be absolutely pissed that the, the Red Wings – are being spoon-fed the first overall pick or the second overall pick. But we're a Michigan podcast. We're Detroit Red Wing fans. We can love this, right? Like, it, it is okay for them to do this is, is where I'm I'm at. I think it's fair I, in a lot I of ways. I think the way that the system is currently set up with this, it, it looks ridiculous. I mean, you have, like, 16 teams looking for the first overall pick, and each team gets, like, a 2 or 3% chance. That's That's not really... That's not fun. Well, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So, well, it's, it's a bunch right. of crap. I mean, let's cut to the chase. The The wings are historically terrible. I mean, in a, in a different world, in a different simulation, a different lottery system, the Red Wings should have first overall pick handily. It's, it's not even a question. They're so stinking bad. Yeah, everybody else, they either have the, the number one overall pick if you're the worst team, or you have easily the best odds. And right. even, even if they right. had the best odds, it's it's something more than 18%. Exactly. That's ridiculous. what I'm getting at. Yeah, so it, the importance of this is you have Alexis Lafreniere, I believe how, is how you say it. Yes. Or Byfield. So you yep. have two two guys that are head and shoulders above uh, above the rest, basically, in, in that are going to make an impact on the NHL within the next couple of years. Those are the only two that people are projecting to do that. Obviously, things happen. I'm not going to write these guys off already before the draft. But I feel like that's the key is, like, the Red Wings can't drop to four or three. Like, that is music to my ears. I absolutely love it. And I hope that they, that this happens. We'll see. It doesn't sound like it, it – since it was proposed, there's been a lot of grumbles throughout the league, rightfully so in a lot of ways, um, for changing it up the way that they are. But at the same time, it's like, man, if this works out and the Red Wings can win the lottery, whether it's a cheap win – or any type of win here. Like, I'm just looking for a win, if that's the case. So, um, like I said, even Iserman is like, why would they do this? He He's not a big fan of it, other than the fact that he would get a steal, basically. Right, right. He's, he doesn't understand why they're he, – he came out basically saying, um, why would they do that? Why would we need to do that, Iserman said. There's a lot of things that are affected, obviously. The draft position hasn't been established we don't know who's in the playoffs, who's out of the playoffs in some cases, but at this time, in my own opinion, is I haven't heard a good reason why we should do it. Basically, prior to ending the regular season, so that like that's kind of what I think the stipulation here is: is they're going to make this decision. They're trying to have the draft June fifth is, is kind of their goal. The NHL won't even be started by then. Are they going to finish the regular season? Are they going to be? Still in the middle of the playoffs. Like, what are they going to be doing? Nobody knows. And and all of that seems to be more of a, let's figure that out before we start worrying about draft position and figuring out those odds. Right, right. So um, th- that that's really basically in a nutshell what, what's going on in the NHL. Um, sorry there wasn't a whole lot to, to get into, but I thought it was worth bringing up basically the fact that, that they could be changing things up here. And it could truly benefit the Red Wings in, in a big, big way, not only for the first overall pick or second overall pick, but that's just a little bit higher of a pick in the second round, third round, all of that type of stuff. So Exactly. Um, it it kind of 
moves down the list there. And, the, and is, the one thing that does is encourage tanking, tanking though. So that's that's like the the trade off. You know, it's good for the wings right now, but in the end, you might have more franchises trying to tank to get that number one because then you have such better odds of actually yeah, getting it. Yeah, so I think that's the key is, like, are they making this a change moving forward? Or is this a one-time, this is what we're going to do because we already knew that this team was going to be out of the playoffs. I, th- oh, really? I don't think this is moving forward no, change. this is temporary. It's a temporary one-year-only yep. thing. Yep. Well, then, thing. yeah, this is... Great it's perfect. For the wings. Yeah. yeah, let's keep yeah. it up. This, this is the conspiracy to make the wings good. Yeah, yeah I I'm love games. conspiracies. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> um, whatever it takes, because we're we're hurting as wings fans, and yeah, I would they, love love how, to cheer on. Yeah, how bad were they Alexis. this year? Oh, my oh they were gosh. they were really bad. Yeah, we they don't have swept to get into the that. Canadians though. A whopping twenty nine <laughs> points. Oof, man, that's brutal. Once again, the song switches in the middle of... This is not the song that I picked out, but we're going to do it anyways, because we're doing it live. Welcome to The Last Dance. We're doing it live. Effie, we're doing it live, right? Wasn't that a big thing? Well, that was a thing, right? I don't know. Effie, we're doing it live. Uh, on the Facebook? It's a new thing for you. I feel like that was a thing. You're doing a good job. All right, anyways. So, we're doing it live, but what we're going to be talking about here is... so. We're going to talk about some MLB rumors. We just got done talking about the, the Red Wings and their draft situation, things that might be changing. Um, but we're going to jump into some MLB baseball. They've, they've changed some things up. Uh, they have a proposal out to, to start the season. The, the Players Association has has, uh, has to respond in a certain way. Uh, there's also some draft changes that are, are important to talk about for the, for the Tigers. But really the one that I think is going to be more fun is um, naming the coolest Tiger current and of all time, or our time is kind of the way I like to say it because we didn't see back in the day. But anyways, so that's what we're going to get into a little bit later. I want to start with with the proposal that that the owners basically proposed to, to the MLB Players Association in trying to start the season here. Lay it on it us. Is what they're trying to do. So it, I just kind of have bullet points here. I don't know the ins and outs. So there's a 50-50 split of revenue. I don't want to get into that a whole lot, but it sounds like that's going to be the the deal breaker or whatever you want to get into. But basically, the proposal is is to start early June, 4th of July weekend or is, is kind of the target date to start the regular season. So they're going to have a spring training again to get th- people ready. Um, but basically, they're, they're planning on having a season without fans for now. Um, another interesting thing, Interesting thing is a designated hitter in the National League is is a part of this proposal. Really? Yep. Um, they're thinking about 82 game season. Uh, the postseason will expand from from 10 teams to 14, which would include two more wild cards on, in each league. So national and and, and or AL NL. I like that. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It doesn't hurt. I mean, it doesn't help or hurt. No, the Tigers. it doesn't help. <laughs> uh, there won't be an All Star game. I didn't. I couldn't find anything on trade deadline. Anything along those lines. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, the salaries, like I already brought up, will, will be a 50-50 revenue split. Boring stuff. They're talking about also some like regional divisions, which I don't understand how that works with the ALNL. I'm wondering if that's going to kind of flip things because they're saying like the Tigers would play in the same division as the Cubs. Well, so which one's AL, which one's NL, which I think is kind of plays into the DH in, in both leagues. Yeah. Um, and they would also be explain, expanding the rosters to 30 players. Um up from 26, I think it was going to be this season. 
right. if everything it, was all standard. Yes, this they were year was going to bring it up to thirty. Go. It was supposed to go from twenty five to twenty six, and now they're proposing the thirty. Okay. I, I mean, my first impressions about all this is it all makes sense. I think the DH in the National League is actually a really good change. It because do you think that's a long term? Like, would you like to see that long term change? I think it would. I think this would transition into long term. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I'm gonna go down the list here without fans. Let's not worry about that. Yeah. Let's move on. The DH we talked about that. I like that as well. I think that's. I I feel like it's very weird. Well, that you have one league that allows it, the other league that doesn't. If if you're gonna do regional divisions, if the if the Tigers are gonna be playing the Cubs a lot because they don't want to travel a whole lot. This is the way to do it. Make the teams even. Make uh, and and then they have the the roster of thirty players to onboard any of those young guys that could that could serve as a DH or whatever. Like Chris Bryant, you don't want him to get injured. Okay, he's the DH. Yeah. So I think a lot of teams would benefit more from days that. off. Yeah. And, these and, type of guys. And everybody's been just you know this is odd. This is just different than we've ever seen before. So people are they in game shape? Do they need more time in in June or less time because the temperature is warmer? Nobody really knows. Can pitchers get through as many innings as normal? Probably not. I don't. I don't see that happening. I mean, even if you're throwing right now, it's not. It's not game situations. It's not game shape. So expanding to 30 would help all those teams. It would take care of the DH. The 82 regular season games. That's basically the same schedule from July 4th weekend on through the rest of the season. So yeah. I, I'm game for that too. So so let's kind of look at the 30 man roster for the for the Tigers. Do you think that gives? Any of the guys that we want to see as Tiger fans, that opportunity, are they going to be in the minors? Or if there is minor league, who, who knows where? I mean, that's a whole other ball game at this point, right? Like what they're going to do there. Do you think that opens the door for any of these pitchers? Can, can I even say Riley Green? Like, no. Is, is nope. that a possibility? I don't think there's any way with en- with, with the season the way it is, unless unless because with a shortened schedule, if, they, if the Tigers just start winning games that they shouldn't win, which is possible. You, it's something they do it to us every year, right? They went, they go like eight and three, and then you're like, hey, these guys are good, and then they're the worst team <laughs> yeah, right. easily. Yeah, they go on a two game winning streak, and it's great. Yeah, and then they go on an eight game losing streak. Right, they win like, a oh. series. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. false hope. Yeah, if they do that, you could see if they're competing. Then yes, we could possibly bring these young guys up, especially in a in a shortened season. But this season's a wash either way. It feels like it, right? Yeah, I mean, this is this is the season where nobody loses their job because of performance. Coaches, GMs, as much as we <laughs> would we love, would love, but yeah, it, it removed a year from their their contract, though, right? It does, <laughs> yeah. I hope so, at least with Avila. So I don't think you see in a in a weird year with nobody can be prepared the way they would normally be prepared. I I don't think they would risk these young guys unless it meant a playoff run. Okay. So there's no way, even with an 82 game schedule, there's no way the the Tigers are competing in, for a playoff run. All right. So how many teams do you think are going to treat this season as this scientific experiment? That's a really you know good, what I mean. That, 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 that will be interesting. I mean, like, I don't like how baseball is very analytical. Who's going to bring up the next analytic that changes the game altogether? Right. You know what I mean? Like that—that's a really good question. Like you could the see Tigers the... are a very good example. For, I, I mean, you have Garden Hire, who's probably yeah. less analytical than than some of the other guys. But I mean, if you have somebody in there that's going to find something that's just different, that you, I would—I would love to see you that. You might see the bullpen, the starter, 
You know, like when the, the Rays last year, the yeah. A's yeah, too. The, yeah, that that might be something that gets really popular because they're not trying. They're probably trying to limit the innings of the starting pitchers. Yeah, no, that's that. I think that would work work really well for the Tigers if they're trying to keep these young guys healthy. If it, if, if any of them even come up, and we have expan- expanded to, rosters of thirty yeah. players. I mean, that's actually a, a good reason why the the guys on the bubble would want this kind of a deal to go through, which is probably why the owners were dangling. Yeah. All of these perks out to to these guys, these players, because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna get the guaranteed salaries, the minimum, if they're on the thirty team roster or at least the pro rated, whatever it is. But then they're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna you, slip the rug right under you. Exactly. I feel like I feel like it's 50/50. very similar to to what the NFL did. Is they didn't cater towards so so for for the people that don't know, the NFL in in the players association, they have a new CBA in place. It benefited the lower tier players. It did not help the rich. It did not help the quarterbacks. It mm-hmm. didn't help the overpaid players or overplayed. Uh, sorry, I said that, but it didn't help any of those guys. And they were all against it. But what it did is it catered towards the bottom sixty five percent of the league, and the, that's all they had to do. I feel like this proposal might fall in line with that. It's the guys that are on the bubble, the guys that want the major league paycheck. They want the opportunity. Right. Yeah. And expanding the rosters, whether you're a pitcher out of the bullpen or another starter, a six-man rotation, that's something that I've been bringing up for a long time. It's like if you're not competing, go to a six-man rotation. Have one of these young guys come in and give him a sixth day, like right. a start every every six days. I would love to see that. Right. I would love if the Tigers were the guys that did that. Don't know where I was going with that. But anyways, Just making I, a point. I think the expanded rosters will be very interesting to see how, how teams – Call up players because I feel like it's also going to be a loss a year, like for a lot of contracts. It, it'll be interesting to see how they weigh that. Like, does a, a case does them? a Casey Mize lose a year of arbitration just because of this? That's why they wouldn't do this. That's why they would not give them service time and lose a year of control over those young, talented pitchers. But but they wouldn't do it. I didn't see anything along those like mentioning that. Like, would a year of service even count? Or does it already count? Is it already like written in stone? This year is going to count for a year of service. I've heard rumors about it. I don't know where they came in with this proposal, but I think that's been talked about. Right. And that's all the those are all the details that really impact the players, impact the teams that we would just have to dive into, right? At some point. Yeah. Um and that's what we don't know. Yeah. So so the the percentages, I don't care who's making the money. I just want baseball. 50-50, I don't care. I hope that I hope so much that that is not the the deciding factor, and I'm sure it will be. Right. Whether it passes or it doesn't, like I just I'm terrified that a one percent or two percent, whatever it is, it, causes the issues here, and I'm terrified of it. It's it's crazy that it would still come down to pettiness of money between players and owners and all this stuff to play baseball. You have millions of fans wanting these sports back. Just go make it happen. That won't that aren't allowed in the ballpark. Yeah. I mean they're not selling any <laughs> tickets, they're not selling any any hot dogs, beer, anything like that. They're they're not making money in the stadium. That's operating at a loss. That's the reason for this. If they if they play a season, a half season, prorated salary so that the players are taking a pay cut, they're only playing getting paid half of what they would normally get paid. Mm-hmm. Then the owners have to go without all the surplus because there's no revenue there. Nobody's coming to the games. Oh, yeah. You're not making money as an owner. That's, that's the reason why there's no, going to be this battle. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, new regional divisions, we'll see. I mean, I don't really care until until it that would be comes through. It'll that, be interesting to see how fun, they lay it out. Yeah, that'd be fun. But I don't really care until I see it on paper, if you will, if, if that's fair. Um, so I have this big blank space on our show sheet. I was there. I was hoping that the NF, or MLB Players Association would come out with some kind of information or rebuttal, a vote. I, I don't know how it's going to go down. I was hoping it was going to be today. Didn't hear anything, so it's kind of just a blank Right. Blank space. So in you my heard sheet. it here so first. Little Taylor Swift. Wednesday blank morning. Blank space. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday morning. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday morning. Out. It'll be out. It'll be out there for you guys. Um. But one thing that we did want to bring up before we we jump into the coolest tiger on this roster and and of all time, um, or our time, I should say. Uh, there are some draft rumors that have happened. So MLB has decided upon a five round draft this summer, according to Jeff Passan and Kylie McDaniel of ESPN. The union had previously agreed to possi- to the possibility of a draft as short as five rounds, though more recently had pushed for a lengthier process, around 10 rounds is what they're saying. Sounds like they're kind of right around this. I have a feeling this is going to be a five-round draft, which is down from, what, 40? Is it a 40-round draft normally or something? It's 40 something rounds, like yeah. I don't understand this. Somebody's going to have to explain this to me. It doesn't make any sense. 40 rounds? Well, yeah, it's forty. They've got like seventeen teams they got to fill <laughs> yeah. rosters for. But you're bringing it down to ten or five. Five. It's going to be five. I. It's pretty much written in stone at this point that it's going to be five. Why? If you're going mean, to do it, just do it. They're gonna. They're gonna have to sign all the players that they would normally be drafting. Yeah. So. So. But. But they also put a, a maximum signing bonus for those undrafted players at twenty thousand dollars. It seems like a really weird situation here. I feel like they're really hurting <laughs> players. The, they're players. hurting the players here, bad, big time. And I, and I brought this up a few things a few episodes ago that the MLB is looking this as a looking at this as an opportunity to restructure the way they do things because they've talked about kind of cutting a lot of the the minor league systems. Yeah, this and year, kind of re- just blowing it up. And starting from scratch because I look, I understand single A, double A, triple A, all, all of those things you have, and it all has its place in their communities. But other than that, who really cares? Is it really benefiting the ceiling? Is it is, are the White Caps really benefiting the Detroit Tigers? Like these players could all go to double A or triple A and start there. Like let's cut these guys' like some of these players' dreams. Let's cut them huh. short before this, before they. <laughs> Hurt themselves, right? <laughs> or put themselves like stop while you're ahead before they can't reproduce and stuff like that, right? Right, they're not oh that God. good. Yeah, like I mean, so there's are, so many players that get drafted. I mean, Mario and Pemba's kid was drafted, and like I think they draft like it, it's just the draft went, is a joke. He went to Oakland. Oh, he did. Yeah, I didn't he's know a that. Catcher. I didn't know that. He never you, played. Ter- terrible uh, reputation in Oakland yeah. baseball catchers. Yeah, he had to live up to a big name, so I don't big, know. Oh, he was after you? Yeah. Nice. Are you insinuating that your theory is to blow it up and go to, like, an AHL, NHL, and, a, like, a G League, NBA? I, it it would I be more fun. I think they should. I think yeah. they should. Yep. There's no reason why Riley Green should be in low A ball last year. Yeah, there is. Why? He was playing high school baseball before that. I don't care. That's not fun. I you just care. said fun. Look, I'm Alexis okay. Alexis Lafonier or whatever, when he gets drafted, he's going to be in the NHL. 
And I'm, he's just out of – he's going to be 19 years old, I'm 18 o- years I'm old. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah, it's different. If you can go play – If you can go play NHL hockey at 19 years old, you can go play baseball. Because who cares – how old the guy across from you? You're not. You're not actually physically no competing against this guy. I had this guy. no idea you, you were going to make this a fight. No, I, I didn't mean to make it a fight. <laughs> but if we're there, we're there. I'd been doing that yeah, a lot in this well, quarantine, right? um, <laughs> according to some people. <laughs> Just happened again. Look, if a 19-year-old boy can go play oh, NHL boy. hockey, a 19-year-old boy can play baseball Al- in the MLB. Say man, please. Triple A or Double A. He doesn't need to start in single A because he's 18, 19 years old. That's that's completely that, untrue. But that's no, but you're a baseball guy, and that's what needs to be wiped from your guys' memory. That's the old way of doing things. They can figure it out. All right, look, Let them figure it out. That's all I ask. I'm not fighting Ryan, you for can't old talk. man time. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Ryan, you can talk. I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> interrupting you. I feel like it's a bad habit I've been getting all in right, quarantine. All right, listen. I'm I'm okay with restructuring the minor leagues. We'll go a single A, double A, triple A. We'll do something like a rookie ball because the guys that come in for a month, like they can just go play against each other and that's fine. You can then look at them at the end of the year and see what you like. Single A, double A, triple A makes sense because you still have that level of expectation. Your triple A guys, you're expecting them to go out and throw 100 pitches. You're expecting them to throw six to seven innings. Single A guys, you don't want them throwing that many pitches. You want them ramping up. So th- this is geared towards pitching, just so, just so you know. Yeah. Right. How's that's, that working for the pitching, in, in the in baseball with Tommy John? Yeah. I mean, how how is this system even like? Can you prove that it's actually working? No, but you do your best. So people just use common sense as much as they can, and then uncommon sense to finish the rest, and then uh, they have a formula. A lot of jokes of that going on around yeah. the quarantine, but <laughs> no, I. You know what I, I mean? I do understand it. I do. I it bothers me a lot because I sorry. Go I feel, ahead. Well, I feel like we need to get back to the five round draft. Yeah, let's go the back to five that. round draft that hurts the Tigers in the end because it, they have the first overall pick. Yeah. So rounds six, seven, eight, nine, and ten those are those are important rounds. And if anybody's slipping because of a high schooler, they're not sure if he's going to sign. Then you just throw a fourth or third round signing bonus saying guy that you just drafted in the ninth round, yep. and you try to get a steal in the draft. And yeah. th- those are the those are the rounds where you make those kind of moves. You don't do that one through five. So 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 we're looking at one through five now. You've been on the more of a pitching. I, I, if we're gonna go back a few episodes, you you've leaned towards taking a pitch another pitcher out of. Yeah, there's a kid out of Georgia. 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 Now the fact that you can't get a hitter later in the draft, does that change the fact of what you would like the Tigers to do in the first round? It, it kind of does. I'm leaning more towards they need hitters. The, there's really good college talent at, you know, for hitters yeah. in the draft, like Torkelson. Yep. And that's a guy that, that stands out to me that would help the team. And I, I'm leaning a little bit more that direction, yes, because of the uncertainty of who you're going to get after, after rounds five, you know, okay. one through five. Yeah, so, so the, the depth – you're trying to get a hitter – Later in the draft, because you need you need hitters at some point, and if you're not guaranteed, if you have to go sign all those guys, who's going to go sign with the? Well, I don't. I, maybe maybe these hitters all think they're going to go play with the Tigers because they're so bad. Maybe that's like an advantage <laughs> well, they no, have. No, they're just going to go to the West Michigan Whitecaps because that's the way it works. No, they'd go to like a <laughs> right. No rookie, <laughs> rookie ball first. Oh, then man. they can then go to short to... season A ball. Then they get to full season A ball in Connecticut. Okay. Then they get to 
Whitecaps A ball. <laughs> then, then there's a high A ball. Blow so it that's up. That's the problem. Blow that, it that up. Restructure three, if if anything. That is the problem. But yeah. So what does it mean for the Tigers? Is it absolutely hurts the Tigers? Because for no reason. All of these. Yeah. Exactly. For these these players that should be drafted, round six through forty, <laughs> aren't going to be drafted. I don't know how it all works. Are they going to re-enter the draft next year when the Tigers have their first overall pick? We'll see. But. It hurts the value of being the first overall pick in this situation, and I don't like that. I don't like it when it hurts my team. It's not fair. It's not fair. Life isn't always fair, Sam. So we are going to end this little segment here with – so when I was trying to find information, I stumbled upon an article by Will Leitch, L-E-I-T-C-H, on MLB.com. He named the coolest players for each team. I was like, he's got me. I'm, I'm in. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to dissect it. I'm going to do it all. You drank the juice right away. <laughs> yeah. That was a, man, coolest player. I love cool people. I would love to be one someday. Um, <laughs> a player? <laughs> no, oh, just man. a cool just person. Just cool. Okay. <laughs> um, cool player would even be a bonus, right? <laughs> yeah. People that know me will You've will, got your Dobbs jersey on. Yeah. <laughs> one of these yeah, days, my like wife will think I'm cool. I was feeling it today. I was like, I'm going to whip that thing out since we're not playing softball right now. All right, so the first one on the list, Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Easy choice. Easy choice, right? Yeah, following Pop's footsteps. So I don't want to go through the whole list here, but, Ryan, are, are there any that, that stand out to you? Actually, <clears throat> sorry, you, yeah, go ahead, but I got one. Oh, you got one that stands out? I got one out? Ready that stands out to well, me. Well, first of all, you know, first of all, there's there's a theme here. There's a lot of young talent. Yes, that's just cool. Probably more on social media that stands out and, and does fun stuff for people to follow. It, like like your uh, you know Aaron Judge, Blake Snell. I know he's kind of a gamer, so people that watch Call of Duty online, I don't know who does that, but I guess people do that. <laughs> but I, I I saw something about him. You know, on the MLB um, Instagram, watching people play the video, watching game? people play video games. Yeah, hmm. Call of Duty. I've been doing that since I was five, watching my dad play Tomb Raider. Yeah, I was I was, I was right there way with you. ahead of my time. Yeah, for this time, my time. Ah. Jesus Lazardo, young pitcher, you know, for the A's. Uh, some interesting choice on uh, Ronald Cunha, another easy choice. Yeah, Pete I Alonso, feel like he might be the coolest Juan, in the MLB. Juan Soto might be too. I mean, yeah. those those guys are I just you know competing talents. They're super good. Um, so, so one that stood out to me that you already mentioned was was Aaron Judge. Is he really that cool? He seems kind of blah to me. Uh, depends. He, he he seems cool off the field. Yeah. All right. He he's in all the commercials, yep. you know, for the Yankees right now. He yeah. is the face of the Yankees, even though mm-hmm. he, he's hardly played last year. Yeah. Um, I I think you have to put him as that right I now. I feel like who's the? I feel like Giancarlo Stanton is actually cooler than than Judge. Mm. I don't think so. I mean, he's no. got that little thing going over his face. Like, that's pretty cool. No, that sucks. Does it? Nobody likes that. <laughs> Everybody has it now. But he had that one that had his logo, like, built in. Oh, because you got hit in the face one time. Come on. Get over it. Change the MLB? <laughs> it, it did change the MLB for sure. <laughs> it did. I, I think one that stands out is uh, I, I had one. Oh, Jose Ramirez for the Indians. Okay. Like, how is Francisco Lindor not your coolest player on that team? He is the coolest. He is one of the coolest players in MLB, I think. Oh, I I, I don't disagree with you on that one. I, I feel like that's a really good one. I forgot about it. Francisco, he's one of my favorite players, and it sucks that he's in our division. Yeah. Or 
old division. Who knows? Right. Who knows? We'll yeah. see. But um, well, they're so pretty close, so they probably what, stay in the division. What? What do you point out, Mike Trout too? Yeah. I mean, so, he, so I brought up Mike Trout. I feel like he's kind of blah and boring as well. Like just like Aaron Judge, he, I feel like it's it's the safe choice because you can't not say he's the coolest. But at the same time, like, what has he done that's cool? Just win MVPs and like get second place if he doesn't win first place MVP. Is that really he cool? Up, that sounds like a baseball yeah, nerd. To he me. hits home runs. He steals bases. Like, what do you want? What do you want him to do? Come on. I, I mean, I guess he does have a mohawk, right? That's kind of cool. It's cool. That's cool mohawk. That that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. So this so this is what he wrote. He said, uh, "Mike Trout. He, could he be a little more forward facing? That's what I was arguing. So yeah, spend more time on Who's talk show circuit. Maybe, but nobody this good at everything is also." Not pretty cool. He's pretty know. cool because every Sounds baseball like player, does. every baseball player, and wants to be him. I guarantee you, there's one tiger that doesn't want to be him. But we'll get into hey, that. Well, I would suggest they go watch his tape and try <laughs> to be like him. Ooh, yeah. snap! Laying down the law. See, I, and I might be a little hater towards Mike Mike Trout because because he's when, when Cabrera really good. Was winning like M- MVPs and stuff. Everybody's like, well, Trout should win these because analytics and war and all that stuff. And I'm just like, no, Miguel Cabrera should be winning this MVP. He won the Triple Crown. Stop arguing that he shouldn't have won MVP. That drove me nuts. But So I feel like I need to get over that. I I feel like Trout is the J.J. Watt of MLB. Really? No. So so J.J. Watt is like, this is me. This is what I do. I do this and that. Like he's all money. about everything that he does and points him points at himself. Trout's just like, okay, yeah, I won MVP and I got to like, get a speech I now. I hustle out to center field. Yeah, like I, I was listening to Dan Patrick. This was probably a few years ago, but he's like literally on a boat fishing during the interview. <laughs> it was just funny. I don't know why. Maybe because his last name's Trout. I don't know. Wh- yeah, what was the other fishing. one that you brought up? Uh, it was the Javi Baez Indian Indians. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they have listed Jose Ramirez for the Indians. Yeah, I want to find what what he Francisco what the reason he said he said Francisco Lindor. <laughs> so he is obviously a candidate, but Ramirez has a comfort in his own skin that's difficult to overlook. I mean, I know what he means. Lindor does as well, though, right? I don't know. I like that he mentioned Lindor on that one, though. But um, any other ones that that are are so Phillies Andrew McCutcheon. He named Andrew McCutcheon the coolest. Like, how is Bryce Harper not the coolest? That guy's got a swag, like... Because people don't like him. Maybe. I like him. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I I like that one. Ronald yeah. Acuna gets in fights. That's cool. I like Acuna. He, he's one of yeah, my... Yeah, man, he's, he's really one, good. He's one of the, one of the best players. Uh, Christian Yelich seems like a nerd to me. I don't know how he's cool. There's nothing cool about him other than he's good at baseball. He's cool because he doesn't miss the baseball when he swings. <laughs> I don't know. And he hits home runs. It's not so that cool. Being good at baseball is cool, man. I don't know. Like, what don't I, you understand about this? I guess this? when I when I look at the you list, you can't of get the that coolest, past Sam. I'm like, when, when I look at the <laughs> list of like the coolest, like I'm looking for someone that's like cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's cool to be good. It no, is but, cool to be good. Cody, Cody, Cody Bellinger, the cool guy in high school, was, was good never at sports. good at school. Was good at sports. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. But like Cody, that like the the focus of like it rhymed. Know. Yeah, I get it. It rhymed. Yeah, Cody Bellinger was way cooler last year than the year before. <laughs> okay. He sucked the year before. Nobody thought he was very cool. So the Phillies have Andrew McCutcheon. This is what he says. The Phillies have not 
truly been able to be blessed with the giddiness of an Andrew McCutcheon full season, but eventually they will. I, I feel like Chris, uh, Bryce Harper should get that one. I, I, there's some personalities in play here. Yeah. You know. Any other McCutcheon's ones that stand cool out? Or you just want to get to the Tigers here. Nolan Arenado, I think he's one of the coolest players. Yes. Who, who won? He's for, awesome. Who won for the? Was it the, for the Rockies? Rockies. Yeah. Nolan Arenado. Oh, he did win it. He yeah, should. Yeah. He's like. The videos that he puts out about playing defense and the drills that he does every single day, warming up for a game, that's so cool. I like that guy. Do he, you think if he leaves Colorado, it'll hurt his batting or no? No, he's no. a great. He's, he's a great. He's hitter. a good hitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might go down a little, but he's a great hitter either way. Yeah. All right. So, so we get into the Tigers. Manny Machado did yes, not. Yes, he didn't make the list. The Where is he playing now? Well, Fernando Tatis Jr. Padres. was the yeah. nineteen twenty-year-old shortstop who's really cool, you know? Yeah, I love Machado. It, but that's Machado's that's the theme cool. of this is the Other young than guys. His, that is, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. But I, I like I like Machado. Machado is one of the coolest guys in the league. No, but because he didn't win. Tatis Jr. did. I know, but he shouldn't. I'm just saying he should No, he should have. He's really cool. Yeah. I don't know much about Tatis, but that's an interesting one. So let's get into the Tigers. Yeah, let's do, do you it. guys have a guess let's of of the person that this guy might or will, whatever his name is, doesn't matter. I mean, had winning. How do you not go Miguel coolest? Cabrera? It's easily Miguel Cabrera, right? It, if he didn't write Miguel Cabrera, he's completely wrong. With all the stuff that wrong. he does, he's been wrong a lot. I mean, he had Joey Votto, who's like sixty-eight years old. Um, yeah, it's the Wait. Reds. Luis Castillo. <laughs> He's got Joey Votto for the Reds? Yeah. I would. <laughs> oh, my no. Do you guys have a different? I would put Jose Iglesias over that. <laughs> is, is he, he still on the Reds? I don't know. I think Suarez is cool. No, Iglesias is not on the Reds anymore. Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. That's the reason he's not right. making the list. So this, oh. is what, this is what this Will dude says on MLB.com. He says the Tigers may be rebuilding, but Nico Goodrum is always worth watching. Garbage. What? <laughs> what? This guy just lost like all you, credibility. Utility, I was backing him up for so long. A utility player. How do you name Nico Goodrum? The coolest, the coolest player? Yeah. He did hit a couple home runs at one time. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. In the month of June or February, something. February, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I... Honestly, I but th- this is the oh, only reason why I brought no. this up because I was like, how is Miguel Cabrera not the coolest? Everybody in the league still looks at the guys like, you're Miguel Cabrera. He's he, the coolest guy in the league. He's like, one I feel of like the funnest guys players, in the league. I feel like all these young players look up to Cabrera in, in a certain way. As much as they would never admit it because <laughs> everybody's about themselves right now with these young kids coming in. But N- Nico Goodrum? Yeah, he's not look good at the, enough to be cool yet. Yeah, look at the names on this list, you guys. Yeah. Absolutely embarrassing. That just shows with the state of the Tigers. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Right? So bad. But Miguel Cabrera should, should win that as the current Tiger. So is there an all-time Tiger that like, – I almost feel like Cabrera has to be the all-time or our time, if you will. J- the coolest? I think Pudge is on the list, too. Pudge was another one. Yeah. Right? Pudge, he changed – he changed the whole thing. He brought. He changed he brought, Detroit. Yeah, like it he was cool it to come to Detroit. to Detroit. Yep, he's the one that made that. I, I'd put Verlander on there too. Ver, yeah. Swag, swag. Every time he, every time he threw that last pitch, stepped off the mound, knew he had a strikeout, and walked straight to the All dugout. All this proves is how good the Tigers were for so long, yeah. and then because we could go Scherzer, we could go because Scherzer's a really cool guy. He is right. Yeah. Oh, he was so fun. Yeah, I remember watching the celebrations in the locker room and stuff. He was the guy that was just in the camera. Spraying, he had the two two different lens goggles because of his two different color eyes, which is hilarious. 
Um, yeah, I think Scherzer would kind of fall in that. Yeah, I, yeah. I would go Scherzer. Yeah. I wish he was more successful with the Tigers before he left. But So who would you guys say is the all-time? You guys have one? Maggie. Maggie, yeah. Maggie. He's yep. got that swag to him. Oh, yeah. He just plays plays around on he the baseball fun. field. That's fun. One of the best baseball players I've ever seen. He drinks a lot or drank a lot. He's sober now. <laughs> yeah, we hope he has it under control. Sam. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's in the best shape of his life every year. Yeah. Spring training. I heard it. Love oh, that. Yeah. I wish good? I had that type of confidence. Like, I wish people said that about me every <laughs> February. Are you in the best shape of your life? No, no. Well, that's why I don't shape. say it. Yeah, quarantine shape. <laughs> Someday. I, I haven't been the best shape of my life since I was 22. <laughs> yeah, that 21. was about when I hit my peak. Yeah. 22, 20, 20, yeah, 22. It's a long, depressing time ago. Yeah. Oh, moving I mean, on to better hockey, times. <laughs> hockey players are a different type. Like, I was in hockey shape back then. What he's trying to say, he's better, better than you. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. to baseball? No, oh, yeah. No. Oh, 100% fight. that's, that's what he's saying. That's not what I'm saying. No, I would never fight you. <laughs> I tried that once when you were like 12. <laughs> When I was 12, and it was the worst decision of my life. Um, but we should probably move on from this one. Round two? Uh, you no, know, not going to happen. I don't fight anymore. I've grown past that. So You just argue. I don't know. It was, it was a fun list. I thought it would be more fun, but we'll move on. <laughs> you probably think that you are better now, better now. We're going to be doing the schedule game. There's nothing else to talk about. We got a little bit of time to fill in here. So I got the Lions schedule in front of me. We're all, all three of us are just going to pick pick the games and we'll, we'll, we'll come out with, with our overall record for the Lions. It's way too early. doesn't matter. But it's going to be fun anyways. Micah, be nice, okay? Have fun. This Whoa. is fun. Act be like nice. It. Just have fun. You're, you're on a Michigan Sports I'm, podcast. Just I'm always that. nice. Just remember that. All right, so we will start Watch with your tone. Lions are hosting the Bears week one, Sunday, September 13th. Micah, win or loss? Win. Ryan? Win. Bears suck. I got to win as well. I feel like they're still going to be testing Trubisky a little bit. Nick Foles scares me just a little bit more, so I hope Nick Foles isn't Tru- Is Trubisky going to oh, start dude, that game? Trubisky's not starting. I think he might. Nope. I think they're going to. I think they are going to do everything they can See, to I'm, make it work. I'm working under the assumption that Trubisky starts, and he's so bad I will I would never pick. Even him though he beat us win. twice last year. Okay, oh, yeah. I mean, he's good against the Lions, but week not two next year. at the Packers, Micah loss. Ryan, I'm going win. I'm going win as he's well. He's going to win. Yep. Packers. <laughs> I mean, surprise. Are going to be first to worst. They're overrated. Yeah. Other than the just like players. last year. I think it's because of the draft. Should we talk about the draft more of the Packers? Yeah, who'd they take first round? We can. Uh, so they up, upgraded their backup quarterback. I think the worst quarterback, yeah. So they back, they upgraded their backup quarterback. Second round, they upgraded their backup, their backup running back. running back. Good for them. Yeah, the two most important positions. Amazing. Hey, so Micah, good. be nice. So nice of them. Ah. I appreciate it. They could have gotten a lot of value in those two picks, but they didn't, and I'm, I'm very right. happy about yeah. it. And you Lions need the help. All right, All right, anyways. So... Uh, week three at Arizona, the, the annual Arizona Cardinals game. What yes, is, why every, is every this? Time. I don't understand time. the Cardinals. I'm okay with it. I'm not. Micah, win or loss for the Lions? Loss. Yeah, 
Just because we gave you a hard time. I knew that was coming just because of what we just did. I'm going lost. You've got another 13 losses coming to you, I pal. Think, I think the Cardinals, what they did with their wide receivers in this offense, that scares me. Nah. Cliff Kingsbury, second second year. Kyler Murray, second year. Teams are going to adjust. It always happens. Sophomore slumps for both. Easy win. Double digits. Whoa. Wait, so are we marking this down? <laughs> no, we're just Oh, we're just doing We're stuff. just talking. All right. All right. Week four. Lions host the Saints. Micah. Loss. Ryan. Loss. Loss for me as well. They, they're they're going to lose, unfortunately. Um, week five is a bye, and then they come off a bye at Jacksonville. Micah. Win. Ryan. Yep, it's going to be a win. I got a win as well. I feel like Jacksonville didn't do a whole lot. Also, I hate that this bye week is a, is week it, five. Yeah, that does kind of suck. Early yeah. bye week. So the schedule came out. That's why we're doing this. Just kind of fun. We'll look back at it at some point. Maybe not, but you never know. Week seven at the Falcons. Micah. That's a difficult one. Um, loss. Ryan. It is a tough one, and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a loss as well. I think Julio Jones might just get matched up against Jeff Okuda. Jeffrey Okuda is gonna take him down. Well, rookie year. I mean, let's be real. I think the defense has gotten better enough. The offense is unbelievable against a bad defense. Lions gonna win that game. Atlanta's defense is gonna be worse than the Lions' defense. That's basically what it comes down to. What were and they? the Lions have a better offense. I think, you're they making, do. I think you're making some out. Lions a little were a bit top of a, five. Here. They were a top five offense before Stafford got hurt. Falcons were nowhere near that. Yeah, this, with a healthy this last year. Yeah. But it, oh, anyways. That's all we have to work with here, Ryan. Like, what do you want me to do here? You go back any other year, and the Falcons have a great <laughs> well, offense. In 1995, the Lions had a better offense. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll take right. it into consideration. So now we are hosting the Colts in week eight. Micah, win or loss for the Lions? Win. Ryan, I really want this one to be a win, but I think this is a tough game. I think the Colts. It is a tough one. The Colts were a really, really good team without a good quarterback and with Philip Rivers. I'm going to go loss on this one. Loss. They also have a good running back. That who, Marlon Mack. Is Marlon that his name? Mack. He's good. He scares and me. They they picked up. Uh, they were the ones who got um, the other running back out of Wisconsin, right? Did they get him? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor Did went they? to the Colts, I believe. Somebody looked that up. Second round. John, can you look that up? I'm usually wrong about this stuff. I don't think that's right, but maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. All right, so I'm going to go with a win on that one. I don't know why. Phillip Rivers throws a lot of interceptions. Jeffrey Okuda is going to have a pick six or two, so win. All right. So we'll move down to at the Vikings in week nine. Yeah, I was right, you by the right? way. Yeah, All right, so you guys drafted by the Colts. Yes. Shoot, that makes me even scareder. Uh Still gonna keep it a win for now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's what month is it? It's quarantine month, so. Todd, Todd Gurley went to the Falcons too. <laughs> oh yeah, Gurley. Todd Gurley went to the oh, Falcons. Oh great, shoot, that sucks. Um, so now we're at the Fel- the the Vikings running back. Good thing our run defense is. I mean, really Micah, good, I don't even need to ask you. I know you're gonna say loss, um, Ryan. That's what it's gonna be. The Vikings loss yeah. at the Vikings. Yeah, I got a loss as well. Vikings are winning this division. Um, then you got Washington Redskins. <laughs> Hosting the Washington Redskins. Micah. Oh, God. Uh, a measly win. 
Measly. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. That I means can't, I can't believe this stab game at you. must be a Packer. One. I don't know why they didn't make this Sunday Night Football. Why didn't they make this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a good matchup. <laughs> Monday night even. Uh, Lions are going to win. I got to win as well. They're not going to lose to them again. All right, so now at Carolina. Win. The one that you could possibly see them winning, but also like it's it's a tough it's a tough one. But you're at How Carolina. Is it tough. Christian McCaffrey, Teddy, Teddy, so? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Jared Fenema is going to be like you guys up, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. I'm happy now. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so you got to win, Ryan. Yeah, win. You got to win as well. Lions are looking good. <laughs> They've been playing great. <laughs> why, why even bat an eye? I don't know, because they, they can figure it out. Uh, so Thursday, this is Thanksgiving. You're hosting Houston Texans. Micah? That's a loss. Ryan? Interesting game because it is Thanksgiving. I know. Loss. But you can't, like, when you're just looking at Deshaun the two Watson's teams. Deshaun Watson's good, yeah. yeah I, if he's injured, they're going to win. Yes. I'll throw that, that out there. They also lost to Andre Hopkins and didn't get anything in return. They're going to be fine They're going to be him. fine, yeah. All right, so now you're at the Bears. Win. Ryan. Win. I'm going to say a loss there. I don't like – I think Nick Foles is going to be clicking on all he, cylinders Nick now. Foles will be the quarterback by then. He will be the then. quarterback by then if he isn't week one, and they're going to be able to figure it out at, at the Bears. All right, so now we are Sunday, December 13th, home against Green Bay. Ryan. <laughs> loss. That is a win. Hosting uh, Green Bay. Hold on, hold win. on. Let me ask you something. You All have right, you Saturday, have a loss so this one's a, and a win against Chicago, but you have two wins against Green Bay. Are you high? Green Bay, dude, was one of the no, worst teams no, to no, be no, good no. last year. They were terribly good. They were maybe the worst thirteen win team <laughs> in NFL time. history. Okay, but you were three and thirteen, and you're just we saying you're going to split we with were the, the Bears. Best. Three, 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 three. Three twelve and one, right? Oh, three, three twelve and oh, one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Without our quarterback, yeah, we who killed it last year. Who threw five Michael. interceptions in eight games? That's actually pretty good. It's not terrible. They were tipped. Man, that sounds terrible. All right, move on. What, what, are, please what are we even? <laughs> I'm just. Love one, might I, be the quarterback by then. So well, I'm just he probably no. Will be. <laughs> no, you you know right, it's a legitimate Saturday. question. That's why you're ignoring it. No, I mean, what's your what's your actual question? I would love to answer it. No, it, I'm just asking how you have the Lions splitting with Chicago but completely crushing Green Bay, apparently. That's what I don't get. Who is the we, Lions? We've lo- we, we swept them two years prior to last year. That's that's good. Okay. So it happened two out of the last three years. Why wouldn't I do it again? Three out of four. No. That, Odds are in my favor. W- May ever be <laughs> in your favor. I knew it was a pointless question to you. You might as well Look, move on. Look, I think you have one of the most overrated coaches in the league. I think he's going to be humbled a crap ton. I think you're going to have a pissed-off quarterback. You didn't upgrade for your first two picks in any position. Or the that rest of them. right there. Like, okay. What have you guys done in free agency that upgraded your team? Nothing. I mean, And your, your coach is going to get exposed. That's what I'm betting on, basically. Exposed to Corona? No, he's going to get exposed by not being a good coach. He was what they, saved. So what they didn't do. No, no, hold, they, on, hold on. Bad. Put put your emotions to the side because you're getting so ramped up. No, you're the you're, one asking a question that. No, I, you're getting ramped. I just asked a question. Listen to you. You're getting you ramped. Up, you brought up the question. I, I answered I, the question that I, I was know. told I was wrong with my answer. No, I. 
I all I asked was how you're splitting with Chicago and then sweeping the Packers. That's all I'm asking. And then your answer was two years ago we swept you. That's your answer? No, I, so I just said, poor answer. I said you guys didn't upgrade right. with your first two picks, and I think your coach is overrated and is going to get exposed. Those are my three answers. Hmm. All right. I feel like those are three. I mean, you basically threw away two two first round or a first round pick and a second round pick. Why would I think that you guys upgraded? Why would a three twelve and one team split with Chicago and then sweep Green Bay? I don't, know. A lot of I don't weird get stuff it. Stuff happens in the NFL. Oh, there's your answer. Let's move on. No, my answer was your coach is going to expose. He's not a good coach. You didn't upgrade with your first two picks. That was my <clears> answer. Is Patricia a good coach? I don't know. Three twelve and one. Let's go with new. On to Tennessee. Quintez Cephas. That's where we upgraded. Wow. Okie dokie. Wide receiver. Ever heard of it? Saturday, December nineteenth, or Sunday, December twentieth. It could get flexed <laughs> depending on where it's at. At Tennessee Titans. Micah, where are you at with this one? Loss. Ryan. Loss. That one's a little tougher for me. I. I don't like Blake Bortles. He's their quarter. No, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I get those two confused all the time. Yeah, I think the Titans are overrated too. I think they're overrated, but since it's at Tennessee, I feel like week 15 is going to matter for both teams. I'll give it to the home team. I'm going to say a loss. Um, so we'll say Saturday, December 26th, or Sunday, December 27th. It's another flex. You got Tom Brady coming into Detroit. Micah? Loss. Ryan? Yeah, this one's uh, going to be a loss. Yeah, that team scares me. They have so many. Gronk. They that's all. A lot that's all you have with. to tell me. They've all gronk. right. So then, week seventeen to wrap up the season, you got hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Micah. Loss. Ryan. Loss. I'm gonna go loss as well. So you guys talk this out. I'm gonna calculate. Ryan, do you have anything to say to Micah about his question? About why the look? Uh, okay, who would have predicted last year that the Bears? would have had a, a terrible season. It would have been that inconsistent. The, when people take the previous year as their sole rationale for why teams will win the, the following year, that's not a good enough answer for me. I get what you're saying. The Packers were a, a one win away from a Super Bowl, and you're comparing that to a team that had the third overall pick. And then you're going to compare. The, in reality, the Packers could have lost both of those games to the Lions. Right. This, this is what Sam, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm playing the middle no. man, right? Right. And I'm not saying Lions the Packers are going to win the division. I'm just asking why you would think that the Lions would split with the Bears. The Bears are probably the weakest team in the division right now, but then roll the Packers. That That's all I was asking. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like a, I think they it's just a number. fair question. Based on what we're they have their at number last year. Is the Lions literally led in every single second of the game pretty much against the Packers last year, other than. The last second field goal. Sam, I just okay. said that you can't use last year as like your sole reason. So it, I mean, that's me part of it. Yeah, I mean, it helps. Yeah. Especially against in Monday Night Football when they got absolutely screwed in that game. So. Okay. They did. All right. So our tallies are available. Micah has the Lions going six and ten. Ryan has the Lions going six and ten, and I had the Lions going nine and seven. Ooh. So, that's where we're at with this. I think that's interesting. I think nine and seven could be in a playoff position, especially adding a, an extra wild card here. Um, obviously, six and ten would be fire fireable offense. But 
It's that time in the show to grade our Michigan beers for episode 54. But before we do, I want to remind everyone again that although you cannot sit at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, you do not have to miss out on their great beer during the shutdown. They are open Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., so you can continue to support them by purchasing Crowlers, Growlers, gift cards, and merchandise. They have great beer and great staff that we need to support now more than ever. The Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020, and if you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a dollar off a Crowler, three dollars off a Growler fill, which includes the brand new State of MIPA named after the podcast. So obviously we highly recommend that one, but we also recommend basically all their great beers and seltzers. So give it a shot, maybe give it a grade, post it on the social media, tag us and the Hobbs Ruin Company and Cafe in your post, and we'll move on from there. So, Micah, do you want to start us off with your beer grade? Yeah, so tonight, just to remind everyone, I'm drinking a Founders Unraveled IPA. It's their juicy IPA, 6.6%. It, it, it was easy drinking. Um, it's tasty. I'm going to go with a 7.0. Do you remember what I graded that? Do you have that? Probably not. I'd have to look it up. I'll tell you once you're great. All right, yours. I am drinking Ryko IPA from uh, Great Lakes Brewing. Great Lake, Big Lake Brewing Company. This has been one of the worst episodes. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> great Lakes Brewing? <laughs> it's a good good IPA. I'm going to go with uh, 6.8. All right. Ryan. Now I get the pleasure off. of uh, the state of my PA. Beer from De Hops Brewing Company Cafe, and once again, this is 7.3 alcohol by volume. It does not taste like it. It is way too easy to drink this beer for being 7.3 being, being that potent. Yeah, yeah. It, but I really like that about it. Uh, the color is good. Smells good. I'm gonna give it a really good grade. I'm not going to do the. 9.7 that Micah threw out there last week, although I do understand it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a a, a, a 9.1. I thought you were going to go 2. Ooh. That was my guess. but that's a, that's a good grade for a good beer. I really like it. Yeah. Please go out and try this beer because I think it's going to be worth your time. Yeah. And, and worth your money. And Dobbs is just killing it with beer right now. So, really, you can't go wrong when you go there. But state of IPA, I think it. I think it's going to be a hit for them. I think it's going to be something that they just continue to make. I sure hope so. I hope you're right on that one. Um, so first, I kind of want to apologize. I feel like this was not one of our better episodes. We're going to do better next week. Uh, I don't know what happened. Not the best, but we'll get over it. <laughs> Limited sleep. That Thank has something to guys. do with it, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you guys for recording. Thank you all for listening. We, again, apologize. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. But we'll talk to you guys next week, tell if not friend, sooner. Tell your friends to listen to the other ones. <laughs> yeah, l- previous episodes. Listen to the previous episodes. Talk to you guys next week. See ya. Peace. We can see when things go naturally.